Hello and welcome to the podcast where we discuss history and its tea. My name is Elizabeth. And I'm Paige. And this is Ye Old Tea Time. Today we're going to be discussing uh, Countess Elizabeth Bathory. She was born August 7th, 1560 in near Bator, Hungary. Yep, that's probably how you pronounce it. Who knows? Um, now, Elizabeth was known to be very beautiful and well-educated. She could speak Hungarian, Slovak, Greek, Latin, and German. Five languages. That's impressive. Yeah. Now, she was epileptic and had violent seizures. Hmm. Yeah, I did not know that about her. I didn't either. Now, uh, this could have been because her parents were first cousins. (laughs) Imagine that. Here we go again with cousins. Honestly, the main reason royals and nobility did that was basically more or less, not the way you would think, it actually to keep ties on lands. Yeah. Royals, it was for allegiances. But for nobility, majority of the time is actually just to keep the lands circulating through the same family. So they wouldn't lose their status by losing their land. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. A little tidbit for you. Yeah. Now, she was born to a very distinguished family. So it also featured some seriously disturbing family members. Compared to her? Yes. She... That's not good. No, uh, such as her uncle who introduced her to Satanism and her aunt who taught her all about sadomasochism. Masochism. Mask and... S&M. I see it. I know it. It's not coming out. That's all I got to say. That's what she said. Oh, sh- oh God. I couldn't really ask What the fuck? He walked right into that one. (laughs) Oh, God. Now, she wasn't even bothered by violence. She actually seemed to be drawn to it at a young age. I think they said she was around 10 years old when she started um, getting introduced to this kind of stuff. She would see, like, um, servants getting beaten. And she saw a guy get uh, sewn by horses. Moon, moon. That actually kind of fits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, they, he was what by horses? Sewn. Sewn? Sewn. So, S-O-W-N. Okay. Do you know what that is? No. Hold on. I'll tell you. I've never actually heard that phrase before. Uh, I think that means he was pulled apart by horses. Oh, drawn and quartered? By them? Yeah. But okay. they use the word sewn. Okay. That, I guess it's just another term. I just never came across that. Yeah. I've never heard of that word, like, that word used for that either. Yeah, it was definitely... I, that's why I figured out what it was, because what else could it really be? Yeah. Now, when she was just 11, she became engaged to Count Ferenc Nassisti. <laughs> okay. 
can't. It has ass in it. Okay. <laughs> Hold on, you three. Yes. Now, it was rumored that uh, she had a child by another man. She did secretly, apparently, give it away while she was engaged to Ferenc. Ferenc found out and had the boy thrown to a pack of wild dogs. Wow. Yeah. What a jackass. Well, I mean, that was his fiance question mark. <laughs> so, when the kids fault? Yeah, I guess. Throw her to a pack of dogs. I'm sure a few young ladies wouldn't have minded. No, he had the guy. Oh, the boy. Yeah, they were kids. They were teenagers. <sighs> Blame her along with him. Yeah, I agree. But, you know, it sometimes it works like that. Now... Um, it was rumored, but, you know, who knows if it was actually true. Now, on May 8th, 1575, she was just 14 years old when she married Nassisty. Just his first name. No. Just, oh, the Count. Okay. Count okay. Chocula for all I can. I just stop trying to say his last name. <laughs> I'll just call him Ferenc. Now, um... 4,500 people attended their wedding, and the party went on for three days. So just a small get-together. Yeah, just a small get-together. Now, um, during this event, uh, Ferenc gifted her a castle called Castle Cactis. Uh, This just happens to be the darkest gothic castle in Hungary. But now it's actually part of um, Savalkia. Because they took over that part. Now, um, she gave birth to the first child in 1585. Went on to have five more children, two of which passed away as infants. Now, Elizabeth's husband was a soldier who was gone most of the time fighting off the Turks. His name became Black Knight of Hungary, and he was known for his brutality. The Turks invaded Hungary in 1592, and it lasted until 1606. This was depleting the Hungarian economy, um, but they were so wealthy, they were never affected by this. Of course not. Now, um, they even they even lent money to the country to keep it afloat. So that wealthy. Yes. Now, during the war, she defended her husband's estates and took care of the peasants. She would even feed them and house them. And since he was a soldier, it was rumored. It was rumored. It was rumored that he may have taught her some torture techniques and even built her a torture chamber before he passed away in January 1604. What a great present! It's fantastic, Bay. <laughs> I love torture chambers. <laughs> Hi, honey. Guess what I got you for your birthday? <laughs> Let's go downstairs. <laughs> Ignore the screams. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ooh. Now, when they were together, they would torture young servants. He taught her to roll up oiled paper and put them between the toes and then set them on fire. They were just a match man in hell, weren't they? Yes. Yep, yep, yep. 
Now, in 1601, Anna Darvolia joined the house. She was rumored to be a witch. When Anna joined the house, there was a huge change in Elizabeth's behavior. She was becoming more sadistic. She taught, she was the one to teach Elizabeth to kill, not just torture. And she was responsible for several servants' deaths. Just fit right in, didn't she? Yep. <laughs> now, because they were servants, this raised no suspension. <laughs> suspension. <laughs> Sorry, had to take a short break for that. That I don't know what happened. <laughs> Gloriousness of the English language. Now, okay, so because they were servants, this raid no suspicion. This obviously went to her head, and she, as uh, she, <laughs> oh, suspicion no. went to her head. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, I just want to make sure that I'm enunciating. I don't know. You are. <laughs> she thinks uh, she can get away with anything. Now, during the funerals for the servants, it was said that they died from uh-huh. they died from cholera. Now, one priest attended many of the funerals and said, quote, Your grace should not have acted so because it offends the Lord. We will be punished if we do not complain to you. <laughs> And criticize your gravy. <laughs> criticize her what? Her gravy. <laughs> oh no. Why the gravy? Uh, it's supposed to say your grace, but uh, apparently my tablet was like, no, gravy. <laughs> yes, because that makes a load of sense. <laughs> this ain't the South. No. Uh, so criticize your grace. And in order to confirm that my words are true, we need only to exhume the body. And you will find that the marks identify the way in which death occurred. Now, of course, Elizabeth got really angry and stormed out of the church and just left her husband, like, behind for him to, you know, talk to him about it. It is. I mean, basically, this is the first time anybody's ever called her out. Yeah. It's like, hey... You're torturing these young people. Quit it. Yeah. Um, but honestly, do you really think she cared about God's will in that moment at all? Probably not, no. Yeah. Probably not. <laughs> no. Probably not. <laughs> Surprised she didn't burst into flames when she went to the church. Now, she became a widow in 1604 after 29 years of marriage, and she was 44 years old when he died. Now, she was becoming more and more stressed after having taken over the estate. Her once hobby was now a full-time job with benefits. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) I had to put with benefits. (laughs) Well, I mean, the torture and murder of young maidens, I'm sure, is quite beneficial. Yeah, for her. Now, she had 400 servants, so she had no shortage of victims. Now, um, she did start luring minor noble women who would come to her for education and training. That's kind of a risk. I mean, servants are one thing. People never pay attention to the poor. Yeah. And servants were usually those who kind of disappeared in the background. But to take the daughters of nobility. Uh Uh-huh. I can't tell if that was a ballsy or stupid move on her part. Well, she did it because she was tired of trying to find help. Trying to find new servants. 
<laughs> Maybe just stop killing them? Oh no, that could never work. <laughs> no, I guess not. Now, her tortures included covering them with honey and leaving them outside for the insects to eat them. <laughs> you have nothing to say. Um, now, she would drive needles into their fingers. And if they asked for her to pull them out, she would cut off the finger. God, this one was a psychopath. <laughs> she would cut their noses, lips, and would whip them with stinging nettles. Is it nettles? Nettles. Um, I take it back. She's a sadist. Yes. She would also bite chunks of their breasts and shoulders off. Ew. Now, she would even burn some of them in their genitalia. Now, during the colder parts of the year, she would strip women naked and force them into ice baths. What the fuck is wrong with this woman? <laughs> now, Elizabeth is known for bathing in the blood of virgins. But, but out of all the testimonies, none of them actually mentioned her bathing in blood. So this was actually proven to be false. I'm trying to formulate a sentence. <laughs> she is known as the Blood Countess, but the thing... Of all the things she did... Don't worry, she didn't ba bathe in the blood of virgins. She just cut off her genitalia. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Glad we disproved that. <laughs> yeah, that's the one thing we disproved. Now, um... Let's do a header on the cactus. <laughs> now, as the body count started to rise, she started coming up with excuses, like blaming her assistants. Is it Shaggy? Wasn't me. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it wasn't me. Now, um, soon after the inve investigation was underway by the king's highest ranking representative. Was it the one-armed man? <laughs> no! It was not. It was not. Um... Let me actually look up how to pronounce this name real quick. Again? Yes, again. This is this one, though. <laughs> You'll see. Does it have ass? <laughs> no, it does not have ass in it. You know, I wonder if he had a booty. You wonder if he had a booty? Ass is deep. I mean, he might have had a booty. I don't <laughs> know. He get a booty. Now, uh, let, let me tell you what this one is. Hold on. Okay, sorry, I had to look that up. So it's George Thorzo. He was her husband's best friend and actually promised to take care of her after he died. Now, servants that had escaped the castle testified that the walls were covered in blood. They would hear terrible screaming, and they had concerns about the growing cemetery. Um, but none of why. <laughs> right, but none of them actually witnessed any of the torture. Now, in December 1610, the king and him were invited themselves to her house for dinner. Well, if they had given her fair warning, she could have hid the torture chamber. Oh, no. Now, Elizabeth was extremely nervous, and when they started eating, they noticed something was wrong with the food. It's people! <clears throat> it's people! Now... <laughs> Um, so they immediately fled and returned with soldiers. 
Now inside the castle, they stumbled across mutilated bodies. Oh no! They ate. I I was just joking about the people dying. I'm guessing that's what it was. But um, could have been poison. Sure, there's something wrong with the food. Let's run. (laughs) Let's let's run. I mean, this hot food is overcooked. Run. (laughs) Oh no! You're putting that in the title. (laughs) <laughs> Elizabeth Bathory oh no. <laughs> oh no oh no oh no oh no 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 that's how I feel about this whole thing right I'm here like, well, you're doing this whole thing <laughs> yeah oh no um now inside the castle they stumbled across a mutilated body of a young girl they just heard the, huh just the one yeah they heard screaming coming from the torture chamber 306 people testified it against testified against her so it was a hung jury <laughs> yeah now she murdered anywhere from 80 to 650 servants and nobility or we could just say no girls cuz it was all girls as far as i know and no one noticed they noticed the nobility. <laughs> now, um, after the trials ended, Elizabeth was sentenced to a life of imprisonment. She was confined to one of her own dungeons in her castle. Irony. <laughs> right? She would be visited by priests in Thurzo. She continued to say that she was innocent and blamed the assistants. I'm sorry, but if you have 306 yes. people pointing at you saying, she did it. Yeah. Trying to pawn it off on someone else ain't gonna cut it. Yeah, she tried to say that she was scared of them and that's why she didn't stop them. But 306 people literally said, you did it. Not that you witnessed. Yeah. Not that you stopped it or tried to stop it or no. didn't stop it. That you, <laughs> you Elizabeth Bathory, did it. Yes. I'm sorry. It's like them coming in when she's sitting there with a bloody knife over a victim and looks at them like, when it wasn't me. me. <laughs> oh no, it was not me. It wasn't me, it was the one-armed man. <laughs> right? Yes, as a dated reference. No, I don't care. Nope. Now, Thurzo at one point said, quote, You, Elizabeth, are a wild animal. You are... <laughs> Why do I keep saying that? You are in the last months of your life. You do not deserve to breathe the air on the earth. Or see the light of the Lord. You shall disappear from the world, or this world, and shall never reappear in it again. As the shadows envelop you, you may find time to repent your bestial life. I don't think repenting is going to help in this case. No. She just keeps saying that she was innocent. Bullshit. <laughs> Now, on August 21st, 1614, she complained of her hands being cold to the guard, and he told her to lie down and try to sleep. 
she never woke up. That was too easy of a death. Right? Like, what I picture when they said that she was um, confined to her dungeon is that they bricked it up and just left her like a little fucking hole. (laughs) It could be. Could have been. Just enough to get past... They want her... It's basically her getting life in prison. Yeah. Life of house arrest. Yeah. I mean, that's actually a little bit better, though. That's, like, more of a torture thing. She's gonna go crazy going in, like, being in there alone. Like she wasn't already? No, no, I'm I'm saying that was a good method of... Yeah. Um... Like she wasn't cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs in the first place? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Now... What do you think of her? It kind of makes me wonder that this all started basically for her when she was 10, when her aunt and uncle taught her Satanism along with sadomasochism. Yes, I do want to note that satanism today i will say is different than what we pictured satanism is satanism was back then it is different now i mean back then religion was pretty much everything wars were started over religion granted they are now but not as many so to have someone be so against like, to have someone teach a 10-year-old child about things that she should not have known. Yeah. Did she even stand a chance? Or was she was she always destined to be the sadistic woman? Or it goes back to nature versus nurture. Oh, yeah. And were her, were her parents during this little tidbit where they all four gung-ho, have fun, sweetie. I want to know who her family was. Like, who? Because there were kings and all kinds of um, royals in her family. Like, who was it that was, um, you know, sadistic and had, you know, issues? Like, who who was it? Like, are they famous, too, for what they've done? Or? No, they probably got away with it. And who knows? True. Records back then, as I've said, and we both said a million times, were shoddy at best. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like the um, the cases I've cut, or not cases, but the people I've covered so far, there's more on them than there is than the ones that you've covered. Like, it's crazy <laughs> how much of a record-keeping difference there is. <laughs> yeah. And basically anything, I'd say around the 1700s when they actually started doing a little bit better with it. Yeah. But anything before that, good luck. Because things like birthdays, granted the records could have been kept at one point but been lost over the centuries. Mm -hmm. That's entirely possible. And probably the same thing with Elizabeth's family tree. Yeah. Because she was probably... Actually, there's a highly good chance she was related to that king. Yeah. I I mean, we had her date of birth. Even the day. Mm-hmm. August 7th. And for the most part, nobility that are actually born noble, there's a better chance of actually getting their birthdays. Yeah. 
Um, it goes back to like Anne Boleyn, how they couldn't didn't have quite the exact day. She was born a lady, yes, but a lower ranking. She didn't become so famous and high ranking until until Henry. Yeah, it's the same thing with other people. Like if you were born, unless there was a reason for the records being lost, if you were born into nobility, there's a very high chance someone would have your record, the record of your birth, including all the way down to date. Yeah. So it makes it a little bit easier for scholars, but then there's people who they want to know about that you kind of just have to guesstimate at. Yeah. This woman. The fact that she was able to do this for so long, that people cared so little for servants, quote-unquote. Yeah. That she could kill possibly 600 of them. And no one care. Yeah. But the second the noble prince, that little, the noble girls start going missing and killed, which granted was her biggest screw up. Yeah. People take notice, and I hate that. But. I feel like her punishment was so much less than what she deserved. I agree. It definitely was. She was also known as, like, one of the first serial killers. I'd say so. She definitely... God, that's a lot of people. And, of course, she had a match made in hell with her husband. Oh, yeah. And then Anna came in the picture. I just want to know, like, how? how? How many years was she doing that? Probably... I'd say the first few years of her marriage, probably not. Probably later, after her husband came back from battle, mm-hmm. is when it started for the for most of it. Because you're saying how she was actually more or less kind to the peasants around her. Yeah. And so, at what point... It's one thing to have an interest in it, but not do anything. But you said that he taught her how to torture all of it. And how do you broach that subject? Right? <laughs> And oh, I guess it's along the same time. Like, honey, for our anniversary or your birthday, whichever one, I want to give you your own torture chamber. Let me show you how to use it. Maybe he was like, in case something happens and you need to use it, here it is. Or like begets like. They may have had an arranged marriage, but it seems like they were two sadistic people who fate put to de- put together. Yeah. They both died way too easily. Yeah, she should have been beheaded or hung. I'm surprised she wasn't. She should have been drawn and quartered. She's nobility. If she had been a peasant or anything else, they probably would have. Because she was nobility, she got away with it. But. To an extent. There there was a lot of nobles that got beheaded and hung, though. But she never actually did anything to the crown. Oh... True. Like, think about all those nobles, with the exception of the French Revolution, who were beheaded. They all did something directly to the crown. Mary Antoinette, didn't it? I say, I say excluding the French Revolution. Oh, psh, duh. Okay, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Most of, especially, like, I'll use Henry, because who didn't he kill? Right. And granted, she should have been. The fact that she got away with what she did, in other countries, I think she probably would have been put to death if they had any sense so 
It's either because she was such a close relationship to the to the king, or I don't know. I, well, no, she was. She was. Um, it was. Uh, oh goodness, what was his name? Uh, George's. Uh, George was friends with her husband, mm-hmm. and he's the one that promised to take care of her after he died. Yeah. So I think it was him that decided that because he respected her through throughout the trial. I wonder if he knew. Or how much he knew. I don't know. Because, I'm sorry, when you have... People get put on death row nowadays if there's two witnesses, I believe. If you're in Texas. Well, if the state if the state still has death penalty. I'm using, yeah. You can have two witnesses. She had 306 people yeah. stating that she did this. Yeah. And all they did was basically put her on house arrest. Yes. In a dungeon. <laughs> home away from home. Yeah. I'm sorry, but you have that many people and she still doesn't get executed? Yeah. Why? What would make them think, let's let her live out the rest of her days? I don't know. How old was she? Let's see. She died in... 1614. So she she was 50 50 years old. She was married for 29 years. And so so there's at least I'd say I'm going to give it a benefit of doubt say they didn't start this till later in their marriage, but I'd say around 20 years worth of her doing this. Yeah. Just while she was married. And she kept going for another, I'm guessing, she was about 44 when he died, right? Yeah, she was 44. So so roughly about 30 years of her doing this. Yeah. See, she was, uh, so four years she was um, confined in her, I think it was four years. Because in 1610 is whenever the, whenever they went to the dinner and, you know, (laughs) ran out. (laughs) This roast is horrific. <laughs> what about her children? It's like, were they a part of it? Did they honestly have no idea what mommy and daddy were up to? I don't think they had any idea. Once they grew up, she moved them out. Probably smart. Didn't want the children to find out what mommy's late night activities were like. Yeah, right? And the fact that she didn't harm her own children, as far as we know. Yeah. Is interesting. Why is that? And just here she is. She doesn't care about the... No- she, she obviously has no empathy. Yeah. I'm sure the children... I'm sure the kids were raised by nannies, of course. And governesses. Yeah. So who knows actually how active she was in their lives anyway. But to go there and have your own children, she may have just ignored them completely and never paid attention to them, so I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, you could, there's a lot of serial killers that don't hurt their children. They'll hurt other children, but they won't hurt their children. It's interesting, that line. I think it was the Green River Killer. He had his own family that he went back home to. He took his daughter, like, clothing that he took from the his victims. (laughs) 
Yeah. People are crazy and never trust anyone. Well, this has been an interesting roller coaster of a life. <laughs> That's been Elizabeth Bathory. You know what's funny is that her last name was Bathory, and like everybody assumed that she took baths in the blood of the virgins. So it's like, bath? <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> this has been Yule Tea Time. Thank you for listening. And as Legendary Elvira says, unpleasant dreams. Bye. Happy Halloween.